Okay, we are at Gen Con 2022. Who's we? You and me. Is this for like yeah. a podcast? Yeah, that's back a- in the saddle, man. On have, the shows, back for Gen Con. You have put up with my undependable, work-focused, depressed ass for two years. Been a long row. It has. You, I don't understand how you stand me, how you tolerate me, Matt. But here we are, back in the saddle, back, back the saddle. at Gen Con, the day after the infamous, what I think is going to end up being infamous, COVID line debacle. You think so? I think. I think that's the super spreader event for Gen Con. I, <laughs> I think. I think if COVID has begun to spread here at Gen Con, it's it's been that that started in the wristband line. Yeah. So for people who don't know, uh, Gen Con has a very strict COVID policy, and kudos to them for that. I don't think enough people in the community really stand on that principle. But it was a complete debacle last night. Matt and I got into town late because of construction. We got to the convention, was it 5 o'clock-ish? Seven. 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 It was that late. It was, it was even later than I thought it was. Um, well, so I would say when we got into the convention center and stood in a line for a, a, a wristband, I looked at my watch, it's at 7 o'clock. Okay. So maybe a little bit earlier than that. Sure. Let's say 7 for the sake of the argument. Yeah. Then we proceeded to stand in line for approximately 15 minutes before a staff member came up to where we were standing. He had a sign, a large placard, that said, Official End of Line, Gen Con End of Line. He put it down on the floor. He looked at us and the people standing behind us. And he said, go away. And he essentially told us to get lost. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing there. He wasn't quite that rude, but he was very abrupt. Um, no explanation, no concern, just a simple, the line is ending here. Beyond this line, you must disperse. I think, even, yeah, even worse, he didn't give any direction past that. It was just, you have to go away. Yeah. That, that was the real... And we'd heard later on through the night, we heard multiple accounts of people just being told, come back later. Um, So we proceeded to walk around the second floor of the convention center until we found an end of a line, Mm -hmm. which that man managed to, the same person managed to actually get in front of us and end the line a second time. It was like we were being hunted. It was like we were being hunted. And then dude kind of wandered off, signed guy, wandered off, and we stayed in the line we were in. We did not disperse the second time. We were rebels. Yep, we were bad boys. Yep. And we managed after approximately, it was an hour and a half at that point, Mm -hmm. by the time we finally got our wristbands. I could check my text messages. I was texting Sarah. It was at least an hour. Yeah. At least an hour. And the subreddit for Gen Con has an account that somebody heard. So this is not sourced or any kind of official but there are rumors going around that those individuals who were carrying those signs around were told to get people to leave at whatever cost yeah because the line was quote unquote so long yeah because the line and tier guy was even telling us like come back tomorrow morning come back tomorrow morning or we're open till 2 a.m never mind that you might have something to do in the morning yeah but we we persevered we resisted the authority of the moment and we got our bands which was actually once you got into the room where they were giving the armbands out was relatively painless yeah the staff working the actual like vaccination check-in they were hustling they absolutely were yeah Yeah. they were that was 
some great teamwork I saw there. I've seen some some accounts where people are like, well, they're just checking names against IDs. It's like, well, what else are they supposed to do? Yeah, and they were diligent too. Yeah, yeah. like it's, it's, do you expect them to actually sit there and verify each and every single shot date and quiz you? It's, at some point, there has to be accountability on the user end as opposed to the staff end. No, that being said, there's got to be a better process for next year. There absolutely has to be, even if it's just a simple, the line is here signs, you know? It's... Well, I think even like... Um, um, why can't I just mail in proof of my vaccination and get my wristband with my badge? That, that's a really good point. And there was a lot of people in line around us because we, we happened to build this strange, tiny little community in line as we were all commiserating this. There was a lot of people asking why they couldn't just submit this stuff online. And I think there's something to be said for that, too. Because not only was it tedious, but like circling back to our like opening joke, if it was dangerous to have so many people in line to get their proof of vaccination. And the other thing I noticed, and I'm, that to, to, to underline that point you just made, that that line was so gigantic, it itself was a danger. It wasn't just the people in line you were around. It was the constant traffic of people trying to find the end of the line going past you. Yeah. So you weren't just exposed to this set of people. You were exposed to this set of people and essentially everybody in line behind you as they desperately tried to find their spot in line. Yeah, the name of the game here is, to, I think, to, to fight COVID is to be, like, efficient everywhere you can be. Absolutely. And it just it was a disaster. Yeah, it is. The idea is to limit contact, and there was no limiting of any kind of contact there last night. Exactly. But we made it. We made it. It is now 8.04 by my watch here. We are sitting in the Texas room of the Marriott. Yep. Matt, you are actually going to GM a couple games here this weekend, aren't you? Yeah, so last year I did nothing but GMing, which uh, anyone who's ever considered going to Gen Con and maybe like at my position last year was like, um, you know, I have no one to go with or whatever, because I see that pop up on like the Gen Con Reddit all the time. It is you one know, of the most solo. common topics on the subreddit is, I'm going solo, what do I do? You should GM. Yeah. Honestly. Because I, I have a little bit of social anxiety in that I don't like... Maybe this says a lot about my person, but I don't like approaching crowds. But having the crowd come to me at the table was a lot more comfortable. And if you're GMing, you're sort of like laying down some home turf on a table. You know, you'll be in your comfortable element in as far as you're running a game that you like, a game that you know how to play, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> or you can at least fake it. As long as you, you, you have underscored a point in the entire time, the past two days, you and I have been talking about this that the bar is relatively low when it comes to GMing a game. Now, that's not to denigrate any of the GMs here at these events who volunteer their time and do a fantastic job. But, Matt, what is that bar, in your own words? Uh, staying awake. Just staying awake. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really, if you want to know you're a good GM at a convention, at a Gen Con, the convention, yeah. all you got to do is stay awake, yeah. provide a little bit of entertainment, and you've done better than the worst GM we've ever played with. Yeah. Which I, I don't want to like, um, I, I wouldn't want to get into specifics about that because maybe the guy was sick or something like that, but I, I did have a DM who did not stay awake at his own table. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there are details we might not be 100% aware of, but that is a legitimate story. I watched from across the room as Matt's GM fell asleep. Yeah. So um, there's not a lot of, you don't have to put a lot of effort into GMing. And like, like I said, it, it's a good way to um, sort of build like a comfort space. 
And then you also don't have the anxiety of like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Will I find something that I want to do? Because if you like GMing, you'll be doing what you enjoy at Gen Con. So Absolutely. It, it seems kind of foolproof to me. It's something I've actually considered. So I like, it seems almost everybody else in the gaming world have recently fallen in love with Delta Green. Hugely popular. There is approximately a dozen Delta Green events here this weekend, and they sold out on the first round. Instantaneously. Instantaneously. Yeah. I am desperately hoping to wander across an open game somewhere through the mornings while Matt is DMing his stuff. But that's, that's what point, Matt, you made to me is if you want to play a game... You got to DM it. You got to DM it. It's a, it's a fact of life. Yeah. And it's true at Gen Con, too. Yeah. So that's my, maybe next year, Corey will run a couple sessions of... Uh, first things last, last things first for that intro adventure for Delta Green. We'll see how that goes. And not only that, but you could also do like hobby tables, like painting, just a just like a painting group, you know? You're, like, I love that you are so adamant that I could do that. It's just, ah, I'm going to sound like a naysayer. It's such a logistics issue, I think. It's like you got to bring your paint, you got to bring your models, you got to have things set up, you got to have tap water to do all this. You know what that, that sounds like to me is... Uh, excuses a, no a, oh. a series of podcast episodes in and of itself <laughs> making a really good portable paint set you know what i hate to say it but you might be right yeah 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 it could definitely be done and i think um all you'd have to do is like limit yourself to a certain bag size like yeah what you're willing to carry around yep yeah. yeah and what you want to get done and then build from there so you, you would have to purpose build your portable paint set or hobby set or whatever, you know? Like, I'm, I'm going to go to, the, to Gen Con, I'm going to put this thing together. No, I think that that's an incredibly uh, wise suggestion, is you're looking at, I've got Project A. This is what I'm going to do. I need all these paints, and I don't need anything else. I need these brushes, I don't need anything else. And it's just, you go as stripped down as possible. Yeah, that's going to be a series for leading up to Gen Con next yeah. year, if you want to do it. I, I might end up doing it, you know? I... I'm not convinced I'm going to do the painting thing because despite what my wife tells me and despite what my best friend tells me, I just don't think I'm really that good. It's not about being good. It's just the guy, it's the nerd guy equivalent of a knitting circle. <laughs> I mean, which I think is actually awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, um, you know, like the, the witch coven of knitters. Now you put in the warlock coven of painters. Model painters. And there's the name of your event. Yes. Warlock uh, coven or something like that. What do you call a group of warlocks? I believe they are also a coven, yes. Co- coven, coven, yeah. Yeah, it is coven. A coven. Coven, coven yes. Coven, coven you, sounds like coven. Your, your Wisconsinite is killing me, yes. <laughs> so what are we doing at Gen Con this year? Um, we have a ton of World of Darkness games. Yeah, we stack World of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. Well, he says we. Like, I'm not even going to try to take an ounce of this credit. Matt did 99%. So of all our setup. <laughs> well, I, I just, I obsessed. Yeah, you, you do hyper-focus, yes. Yeah. And that's um, fine. Uh, so we're doing, so I'm running a game of Mothership every morning. Yep. Which I think is also a really good excuse to, like, get your button gear. Which is another, like, Gen Con success, like, tip or strategy I would have is get up and get moving. Every Absolutely. Morning. Yeah. It's easy to fall into vacation brain, but it's about maximizing your time at a table. Yeah. Um... Unless you're not the kind of person who likes to be like all, all go for, for vacation. I am. 
Um, so I'm doing Mothership every morning, and I hope that goes well. I have some anxiety about running Mothership for strangers, because I, I think the people who want to play have a very specific like brand of Mothership in mind. Absolutely. So I, I, think, I think, like last year I did all Dungeons and & Dragons, and that's kind of a throwaway game. Yep. D&D is easy. Yep. Right? Yep. It um, is ubiquitous across the hobby, yeah. Yeah, and and even like relaxed, it's like a relaxed fit kind of game. But Absolutely. I think people will come into a game like Mothership with expectations, and I hope I can deliver. And not to mention Mothership is also a sci-fi horror. Yep. And it might be kind of hard to deliver horror at a convention. It's Horror is a very difficult genre. You can tell that by just going back and looking at all the old Ravenloft publications and how much page space they dedicate to how to tell a horror story. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. I think it's a challenge. But I think a lot of the atmosphere of Mothership inspires will help bridge that gap. Yeah, and also I'm kind of leaning on people's enthusiasm. No, yep. no one's here casually. No. People sought out Mothership. Absolutely. That is, it, is, it, is a, it is not a ubiquitous D&D. It is a much more niche product. Yeah. So, yeah. so Mothership about 9 to noon every day thereabouts yep and then we're doing uh wraith hunter two like two vampire games yep. vampire five, fifth edition um we're doing the vampire sabbat game our graves are empty i think is the title of it i am so excited for this i yeah. have longingly missed the sabbat in fifth edition the sabbat are just always cool they're just the the ultimate villain like i hearken back to my days of third edition vampire and just the inhuman monstrosities that vampires can be. I'm a little concerned about getting, like, edgelords at the table. I, or people who, you know, the giggle fit, bad guy kind of kind of thing. Like, yeah, the, the fish Mulcavian, anti-tribute. Yeah. No, I think that that's a really good reality check to my high-minded yeah. Zamitsi warlord who is just this inhuman monstrosity. And the giggle guys, the giggle kids, there for shock value. But again, it's a convention, so how, how, how hard is it? I'm not going to ask. It is hard to get into like a game mindset. It is, yeah. It's challenging. It's yeah. a one-shot. It has its own difficulties already, and yeah. you're playing with strangers, which is also difficult. So. Yeah. so that's the World of Darkness. We also have Vast Grim in line, which I'm excited for. It's yeah, like you've been... Sci-fi Morg Fork. Yeah. Mor Bore, or however it's The, the Finnish pronunciation? Yeah. yeah, I'm not even going to try to pretend. Um... And then Power Rangers, if we decide <laughs> to go through Rangers. with it. That was, Power Rangers was like my, um, you know, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. You know, um, and I, but I hear it's terrible. You, you were talking about this in the car ride south yesterday, that yeah. it was just a, at best, lukewarm review system. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, I think that the issue with Power Rangers is that it, they, like, tried to codify each Power Ranger color into a class, but it doesn't really align that way because you're supposed to like make it your own and customize it. So it's like like only one foot in the in the pool of this design choice. So it just kind of doesn't succeed at doing either. Sure. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. You, they, they attempted to make a class system, but the system is so based off of player individual choices that a class system is almost uh, unessential. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... We'll see. Um, I'm hoping that one's just just a like a more fun time as opposed to all the grim world darkness stuff we're doing. Yeah. I have a feeling there's a reason that that one still has tickets open. <laughs> well, it's actually they're throwing out a lot of them. Are they? Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm going in with two eyes. You know, yeah. Open. It's I 
counter to what Matt just got done saying, I am fully in vacation brain. I am not doing anything productive on this trip. I am playing games. I am hanging out. I've got a couple seminars I signed up for because I didn't want to really spend a whole lot of money. And I'm even looking at these going, I don't want to go to these. I'm going to go find the, the pickup game room, and I'm going to desperately try to find a Delta Green game. I am. I don't care. I'm not going into Power Rangers with eyes wide open. I'm going into Delta Green with arms wide open. There you go. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to have the time of my life. And it's just going to be a lot of goofy fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we should update... Post. Yeah, we'll get this up here. I'm going to get this up here because you've got to, you, you start here in 45 minutes. I've got very little to do. This is going to go online here in just the next little bit. It'll be up line in the next hour or so. But, guys, we're back. Thanks for being patient with us. Matt, Matt, you're my best friend. Thanks for putting friend. up. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with me, Matt. No, there's nothing to put up with. All right. All right. Pause the show. Pause the show. Back at Gen Con. Talk to you soon, guys.